Hey everyone, welcome back to WTF Are We Doing? Adulting on Your Own Terms. We're super excited for our episode today because we're actually going to talk about our skills and how we honed in on them and exactly what we do and how we figured out a way to be marketable to different clients. Yeah, so I talked a little bit about my story and how I got started in the first episode, but just to kind of flash back a little bit, um, back senior year of college and I had gotten this first client just what seemed kind of like by chance. And I, it didn't make sense to me that this could actually be a job. This could this could be real. What I was doing for Brula Bars, which was my first client, I didn't realize that I had skills that other companies and potential clients would, would value. So the things I was doing for Brula Bars from the beginning was I was doing content creation. So I was doing photography and product photography. I was doing content curation. So finding relevant content, you know, things from Betches or things that resonate with, with that company's target audience. I was finding that content. I was working with influencers, which are influential bloggers who are relevant to whatever field you may be working in. So, you know, Insta famous people, essentially. I was doing email marketing. I was managing the content. I was doing the customer service on the social media sites. So I didn't really realize that these were actually skills, you know, especially for millennials who have been growing up using phones. Social media, it is a skill, whether we think so or not. And I think it's really easy to get caught up in certain skills like, oh, MS office, things you you see on a resume. So I was kind of like, no, this isn't a skill. This is just kind of a way that I was making money. Until my dad was like, hey, there could be other Brula Bars like companies who would want your skills. And eventually when I got past that point of fear and past that point of, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. This isn't anything. I was like, you know what? You're right, dad. <laughs> like I do have skills. I, I have basic photography skills. Every company needs photographers, especially small ones who can't afford to pay, you know, $10,000 a month for crazy photography, whatever. I have basic photography skills that a lot of people don't have. That's a skill. Like I was saying, all those other things that I was doing for Brula Bars, those were all skills that could become a business and essentially what did for me. So that that's, that's really exciting. And when you think about the things that you are good at, there somebody will want to pay you for it. Whether you believe that or not, somebody will. And you need to kind of change your mindset and think, People are going to pay me for this. You could be fluent in Spanish. Look at that. That's that's a skill that a lot of people don't have. That could be translators or, you know, that you you have skills and and you need to remember that and think about them. And there are job opportunities just from the skills that you already do have. And for me, I at first didn't really focus on the different skills that I had. I more so tried to just get clients in the social media marketing world because I, I took from Carly and, and saw that that was an area of need and it was a bit of a niche business community where people didn't have enough money to pay big businesses like you were saying, but they were able to pay someone, you know, a freelancer to do work for them and manage all of their social media accounts and, you know, do some photographs for them of their brand and their products. When I first started, that was what I was offering. I was offering pictures, I was offering managing their Instagram and Facebook accounts. And I didn't know that I had these skills, but I think pretty much, you know, any young person in today's society has social media skills. It's just a matter of taking the extra step to learn 
how to do analytics and how to do different things like that. But in terms of finding your skills, I started to just do whatever my clients needed. So someone said, do you know MailChimp? And I was like, no, not at all, but I learned it. And I learned it super well and was able to send out, you know, a lot of email marketing campaigns. And then someone said, I need a graphic made for, you know, this event going on. And I was like, well, I don't really know how to do that, but I didn't tell them that. I went ahead and I learned how to use Canva, which if you haven't heard of it, is essentially a program that is basically graphic design for dummies, but it's super awesome. There are just so many ways that you can develop new skills. and Such a good point. Yeah, and you don't necessarily know it going into it. Um, another client asked me to make a sell sheet, which is something that people use to sell different food products. And I had no idea what that was. So it's all a learning process and it can actually be a lot of fun to see how many skills you really do have. Yeah. And I kind of is piggybacking off of the fear component. So like, like Lily was saying, she didn't know how to create a sell sheet or know how to use MailChimp. But when you, she did have the skills to originally get the clients And then you build new skills off of the skills that you already do have. Like I was saying also in the past, I didn't know anything about Photoshop. But when a client asks you to do something, you already have the one skill of photographing and then it kind of goes along with other skills that you're learning. And and going off of that, for Carly, I think the social media marketing has become sort of more of like a concrete business and she's really focused on building that. When I first started, that was where I was, the direction I was heading towards, but I knew that it wasn't necessarily exactly what I was interested in. So I began seeking other freelance opportunities like editing for research labs and transcribing data and um, going through manuscripts and advising on copywriting and, and things like that. And just kind of anything random that I, I found somewhat interesting to generate money. Because of that, I've been able to do all these interesting things and learn all these new skills that I didn't have before to be more a more marketable, marketable candidate to potential clients. And that's the thing also is going back to kind of finding your life path and your journey. Right now, I feel very secure in wanting to do social media management and kind of growing these particular skills and this particular type of business. But I know Lily right now isn't entirely sure what she wants to do. And again, I don't know how long I'll be wanting to do this for, and that's okay. But Lily doesn't know necessarily what area she wants to focus on, and she doesn't have to. And that kind of goes Mm. along with this too, because she has so many skills in in different areas. So yes, she has some skills in social media, so she earns some money that way. And she earns some money in translating since she's fluent in Spanish. And she earns some money in editing. There, there are really so many ways. And, and that actually you saying that brought up a really interesting point in my head, which is that when I first started this, I basically said to Carly, I, need, I really want to get out of the nine to five world. I want to do something on my own and have and be in charge of my own schedule. So I took from what Carly was doing and I was able to find clients and I taught myself how to do these things. And actually, the biggest thing is knowing that you're going to be able to help someone and make what they're doing better than what they're already doing. So if someone has no Instagram account and you make an account for them, great. You're already off to a good start. Right. If you're working for someone and trying to market their brand and they have no presence online and you build a website, amazing. Doesn't matter if it's a great website in the beginning, but (laughs) you're doing something more than what's out there. And and not to say that you should bullshit your way through things because like we're not, we're not kind of advocating to do bad work just to get money because we don't believe in doing bad work. We believe in doing valuable work. But that being said... Just because it seems that, oh, anyone can do social media, I'm sure your mom cannot do social media well, whether she thinks she can or she can't. So you marketing maybe her jewelry business Mm -hmm. or her friend's jewelry business, 
they likely don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. So that's a skill that you can hone in on, whether society tells you that or not. Mm-hmm. You have skills that, yes, other people may have them, but one, people are not honing in on their skills, and two, not everyone has those skills. That's a good point. Feeling like an imposter is sometimes something that comes up for me when I'm working on a new project that I've never done before. A client asks me to do something in Photoshop, which I have just started to learn. But you have to realize, you're the person that they hired to do this. They are paying you to do this. You're willing and able to learn, and you're going to come out of it better no matter if you have the client for a year, if you have them for a week, you're going to come out of it with a new skill that you can then market to new clients. And you can use in your own personal life too for your own passion projects. And the three main things that I realized just from doing all these different projects and and learning from different clients is I'm really good with people. I'm good at talking to people. I'm good at appealing to them in an emotional way. I'm really creative. And I also can manage a lot of different projects and a lot of things at once. So for me, it really works to be doing all these different sorts of things and not just social media because I'm not sold on that yet. And I know for Carly, her her goal is to learn as much as she can about the social media marketing world and be more innovative and find new ways to work with clients to better their businesses and make them more successful. And she is learning all these different programs for photography and things like that, which are helping her to become better at what she's doing within that field. Yeah, and and the thing is also with going back to feeling like an imposter or any of that, there are times where I felt like, oh, anyone can be doing what I'm doing. I feel guilty for kind of making money when anyone can be doing this or sometimes not feeling skilled enough. And, you know, that's normal, but you need to remind yourself, and I need to remind myself all the time, Yes, anyone can do it, but that person who's doing an entry-level administrative job, anyone can do that also. It's still taking the time and the training to learn these things. Anyone can do accounting if they go to school for it, and anyone can do it. So even if it's not in the traditional way of, of doing these jobs, it doesn't make you any less skilled. Everyone can eventually learn them, but you have learned them, and you know them, and people are paying you to do them. They either don't have time or don't know how to do it. And being a good communicator is a big part of that because say a friend referred you to her mom's business or something like that. Being able to communicate to them, this is what you're doing right now and this is what I can add to what you're doing right now to help you to make it one little tiny bit better than it is right now. A big thing that I see a lot with my clients is most of my clients are actually older and they're they're running a business, but they actually have no idea how to do anything on social media. So there are a lot of easy ways right off the bat that don't require much effort to get started for them and and kind of keep them in the know rather than, you know, oh, I have a Facebook page I haven't updated in 15 years. Right. So it might seem like very simple to you, but to them, they don't know how to invite people to like their page on Facebook. You know? Yeah, and those little things that you're really good at, like clicking invite, 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 (laughs) that's like the end of the world to them. They're like, how do I do this? My computer's frozen. So don't, you know, sell yourself short. Really realize that anything that you can do to help someone is, it's worth it that they're paying you. Yeah, and like Lily was saying how she's good at communicating and all of that. Yes, some of these skills might seem BS, but... They're not. Communication is so important, no matter with what skill you're deciding to hone in on. Lily was saying she didn't know how to do Photoshop, and then she learned, and I didn't know how to do graphic design, and I learned. But it is important to be transparent with these people. One of the biggest takeaways I've learned is people want to work with me because I'm pleasant to be around, and I am transparent. So when they say to me, 
oh, we want you to do PR things, I say back, I don't have the skill set right now. I'm willing to do it if you give me time. And they're like, great. You know, I'm probably doing it at a rate less than an agency. So they want to work with me. They want to grow with me. If you're being honest and you're a hard worker and you're proving that, yes, you're going to learn the skills. And the thing is, is no one's born having all these skills. People are always learning in their own corporate jobs anyways. They're always learning new skills. And it's the same thing. It's just a different, it's just a different way. And even if you, you're already doing one thing, say you are, you know, you're doing something like in an administrative position, you could easily translate that into a virtual assistant, which is a really great way to kind of start working on your own and find people that need help doing random things like compiling data into an Excel spreadsheet or something like that. There are websites like Upwork, which allow you to find little tasks that people will pay you for, um, and it's through a secure website. So there are a lot of kind of gateways to get into things like that. And for me, I know that I like doing a lot of different things a lot of projects in different areas, but I still feel like, oh, maybe I want to learn how to code. Maybe I want to learn this and learn that. And you really can. And that's the beauty of having this kind of adulting on your own terms lifestyle, because you're not constricted to the nine to five or whatever the hours may be. You're not constricted to that schedule. You're not constricted to any schedule except for yourself. So if you're doing, say, three hours a day with your social media management clients or your translation clients or whatever that may be, you can take the other three hours in a day and learn Photoshop mm -hmm. or learn Facebook AdWords or yeah. learn whatever. You know, the, YouTube is a great source. Seriously. There's there's courses everywhere. Yeah. And nowadays, like we're, we're, like, we're always saying, oh, we have the internet, we're so lucky. We are. We can learn any skills we want. There are websites like lynda.com. There's YouTube. There are all sorts of websites. Google has their own academy for you to learn analytics and different marketing techniques, which is huge. If you can get certified in things like Google AdWords, Google Analytics, that's amazing. And these are most of these resources are free or very low cost. So you really at some point have to say to yourself, how badly do I want this and am I willing to invest the time to learn these things? And if I am, you have to convince yourself and say, you know what, I'm going to invest so much in it that I can't fail. And that's the thing, time is the most precious resource. It sounds really cheesy, but it, it really is. And think about, and I, I sort of touched on this, and not to shit on people who love TV, like, it's great, we all need to wind down and do things. You know, I, you need to look at your day and be like, okay, what am I trying to do right now? How do I want to make money? And what am I going to do to get there? Mm -hmm. So say you're really sick of your job, or you don't want to start a certain job or a certain lifestyle, and say you want to get started with social media management like I did. Prioritize your time so you're you're using it productively. Are you using your time to build those skills? Are you using your time wisely and are you investing in yourself enough to build those skills like you said? Are you realizing the importance of reading articles and taking courses and things that don't directly generate income but will equip you with the ability to find people that are willing to pay you for your ability? They don't have time to do that and they don't want to do that. So they're paying for someone like you or me to do those things. Exactly. And going back to, you know, what we talked about in our last episode, if you if you haven't listened, we basically discussed the idea of just getting started. There's always that fear of putting your, you know, your first foot in the door. And I have that every day. When I feel tired and I don't feel like getting on my laptop and doing a project I need to work on, I know that when I immediately start writing or I immediately start taking pictures or I immediately start engaging on Instagram, 
everything's fine. It's just that first step you have to take to get started that really gets you going. So if you don't know exactly what you're going to be able to do, what skill you have that's going to be marketable, just say, okay, I know how to use Instagram or okay, I know how to edit a paper. I worked in a research lab. I'm going to go ahead and look on Upwork and find something that matches that and explain to this person why I'm valuable and take one step and you never know where that can lead you. Just because you start out editing papers or you start out doing social media management, you can, you're going to learn so much about your skills, what you enjoy doing, what you hate doing, what you yeah. can do, what you're willing to do to make money, what you're not willing to do, and things that you're good at. And you might even discover something new, a new technique that you can use that other people haven't delved into. And there, Yep, that's a skill right there. And the thing is, is yes, in the beginning, you might have to do things at a, at a lower rate, and that's frustrating, and it's discouraging, and you're sometimes wondering if you're not getting paid enough. But you do have to start somewhere. And it's the same thing in the corporate world. You have to start at an entry-level position even though you might be more skilled. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of how it works. But eventually, when you build these skills, which you have to start eventually, assuming you want to have an alternative lifestyle, you start at a lower rate, you build the skills, mm -hmm. and then yeah. you can start charging more and you're... You're killing it. <laughs> and for the most part, I agree with you, but there was a book that I read, which I will, will add the information in the details of our podcast. It's called Slipstream Time Hacking by Benjamin Hardy, and it's a free ebook download if you go to benjaminhardy.com. Basically, this book talks about how capitalistic America has you believing that you have to climb the ladder. And to some degree, I do agree with you that you mm -hmm. do have to climb the ladder in whatever you're doing. You have to start somewhere and you can't say, I'm going to charge $300 an hour when I have never ever logged into an Instagram account before, but mm -hmm. I'm going to manage your Instagram account. Obviously, that's unrealistic. Right. But in this book, he does talk about these loopholes that were kind of our minds are sort of of molded by different types of media that tell us you're going to work as a junior analyst and then you're going to become a senior analyst and then you'll become a CEO. That's how it works and that's how our brains are functioning and, and taught to think. But really, there are ways to kind of do in six months what someone's done in six years. 100%. And that has to do with, like, with what Carly was saying with managing your time. If you spend eight hours every single day learning a language, you know, studying, using all these different resources you might have to learn that language, you're going to be able to speak it in a couple months. 100%. And if you immerse yourself, there, there are, there's always an alternative path. It's just, are you willing to devote your time and your effort and sometimes your money to something that might pay off, you know, in the long run? 100%. Or short run. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like in a few months, you can do something that someone might have achieved in a couple of years. And what's also really important in the freelance world is kind of building these customer or client testimonials. So I was starting at a really, really low rate, which at first was frustrating, but I built so much trust within this first client that they led me to all of my other clients. Mm -hmm. So yes, at first it's annoying to not make a lot with, at this point I was like, okay, I do know what I'm doing. I have the skills for this. Why am I not getting paid enough? But now I am... I mean, I'm, I still need to get paid more, so it's not like I'm like rolling in the dough every month. But I'm making a lot more, and I have asked for more money, because now I can, because I have built those skills, and I have built that trust with that client and my other clients, because they, they see that you are worth investing in, and mm -hmm. they, they see that you do have the skills. So it's not only proving to yourself, but it's proving to them. So yes, that does take time, and it does take some, you know, starting at a lower rate, and then does it, it's an investment. Yeah. But it's it's worth it, as you'll see. And you have to be patient and know that it's not instantaneous. And maybe it's not if you started at 
a different job where you're getting paid a set salary, but you have the opportunity to, number one, make a lot of money and do the things that you like with the skills that you already have and can build. Well, I, I agree to some extent. I also feel that building testimonials is kind of a case-by-case thing, and and for you, it's awesome that it worked out that way, where your one client was like a gateway to all of your other ones, mm-hmm. but my situation is a bit different in that most of my clients are kind of individual, like islands. They're, they don't yeah. have, they haven't, they don't really have many connections to other clients, and for me, I've just done a lot of outreach, and you know, try to trying to find clients. That's another thing we'll talk about in the future, but... That does go along with what you said in that you really do have to make sure that the work you're doing is being acknowledged and that you're building up your skill set and you're, you're getting experience so that you can then say, this is why my, this is my rate, because I have this experience, I've worked with all these people, I've done this work. Yeah, and it's just having those references, whether they're related in the same industry or not. People want to work with you. And so even if she's doing translation for one client and social media for another, if the translation client wants a reference, her social media client can be like, Lily is quick to learn new skills. Mm-hmm. Lily is wanting to learn fast. And yeah. that that that's enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 all about building trust. You have hard skills and soft skills. So your soft skills are things like you're a good communicator. You are timely. You're really diligent in your work. And your hard skills are things like I know how to do Photoshop. I'm a full stack engineer. I know how to lay bricks and build a building. You know, things like that. So those are things that you actually really have to learn that are develop the skills in through tutorials or through by being taught but your soft skills are more things like your character traits so and they go hand in hand and to analyze those you know some people have higher iq than eq amazing but if you have a higher eq than iq use that to your advantage Mm -hmm. use that to appeal to people in a more emotional way which is something that i definitely have been able to do with my clients yeah so again everybody has their own individual skill set use it to your advantage yeah and don't underestimate yourself People will pay you to do things, and and you just you just gotta figure out what it is you can start with, and and do it, and, and learn. like I said, just get started. Just that's get started. it. Just get started. So I think that's about it for today. You know, we're really excited to continue receiving feedback from everyone on our podcast, and we want to hear what you have to think. So drop us an email. And what you want to hear? You know, it's not. Yeah, we wanna we wanna know, and we wanna touch on those those issues or topics and talk about it and help you and inspire you, whatever it may be. Shoot us a line. Shoot us a text. Let us know what you think, and we'll see you next week.